like I say caramel and caramel. I don't give a fuck. Like I'll say data data. I say root and route. I say gif and gif. It just depends how I'm feeling. Dang man, that's a pretty that's solid chaotic. answer. I like man. it. That is fucked up. Do you like look at someone and like choose what word, what way you're gonna pronounce it? Sometimes I mirror. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, let me just throw the opposite out there and see what happens. I mean, that's a great that's a great way just to survive, you know. It is chaotic, though. That is the perfect word for it, man. <laughs> chaotic good, I'd like to think. Do you okay, ever do okay. both in, like, the same sentence? Like, Absolutely. you do data, then data, like, four <laughs> words later. Well, to download that data, you got to have enough data, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that way no one could ever correct me. That's true. You're always right in every situation. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> that, That's such a power move, dude. What a way to live. <laughs> i love it hell yeah uh okay well here we are we are the secret jocks this is the podcast we're coming Ooh. at you uh via your phone most likely uh i'm tyler we got ralph what it do baby boop there we go <laughs> Another one. all right and we got greg hello everybody and uh tonight we got a special guest we got Brax with us tonight. How you doing, man? Yeah. I'm cooling. I'm cooling. I'm excited to talk some hoops with y'all. I have been a secret. Well, I was a not-so-secret jock most of my life, and now I'm a secret jock, so I'm happy to be here. Heck yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, welcome. Thanks for joining us. Heck yeah. Uh, yeah, do you want to talk to us about yourself a little bit? When uh, you you rap, I, we know that. You want to talk about that a little bit, and then your relationship with uh, basketball and what got you into it? Yeah, I rap. <laughs> you know that. Uh, <laughs> and I love basketball. Like, I don't remember a time where I didn't love basketball. Um, like, earliest memories were playing, like, NBA Jam on the Sega with my dad and shooting hoops. And my dad died when I was hella young. And then I just, that's, like, the one thing I knew about him. And I just always kept playing and I played basketball through all the way through high school. I was aggressively okay on an aggressively <laughs> okay team. Like we were like 11 and nine and barely made the playoffs and lost in the first round. And I was like the sixth best player on the team. Hey. So like I'm very, like I'm, a, I'm the Evan Turner of Oregon high school basketball. <laughs> very magic-like. Um, uh, Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I should have used the magic. I'm the, uh, who am I? I am the Michael Petrus of Oregon (laughs) high school basketball. Um, But yeah, I used to be like a full on ESPN pervert where I would like, uh, like the days I stayed home sick, I would like watch the same six episodes of sports center over and over and over again. And like, I followed all sports and then like, probably like 2009, I stopped following sports completely except for the NBA. And I will, forever and always be a fan of the Orlando Magic like from the moment I remember having a favorite team through the Andrew Nicholson years to the depressing state the the, the most depressing six and two team in the league a huge Magic fan I love it that that is basketball yeah uh, I appreciate your dedication of uh of being a Magic fan what uh what position did you play in high school uh, everything but point guard and rarely center, like a breaking case of emergency center. But I'm okay. a pretty terrible ball handler, so my coach never 
let me have the ball. I would say primarily <laughs> a shooting guard, but that's only because like I wasn't like a good defender, but I was probably the best defender on our team. So I always got to guard the other team's best player. And like I had a lot of 30 pieces dropped on my head. It's like I'm not saying I was a shutdown <laughs> defender, but I was our best option. So I spent a lot of time like chasing the like like I played a, like a little bit of a Marcus Smart, Pat Beverly type role, I Ooh, guess. Oh man. Oh, okay. I did, so you I just talked shit the, the whole time. Just oh talk yeah. Shit. I, I talked a lot of shit. I poked a lot of chest. I stepped on a <laughs> lot of yes. feet. Um, I was like, uh, one time I was playing at the rec in college um, and a dude who went to um, Marshfield High School in Coos Bay. I don't know if y'all are familiar, but they played in our league. And they, like, he was looking at me and he came up to me. He's like, did you play basketball? I was like, yeah. I was like, did, you played against us, right? And I was like, yeah. I was like, yeah, we fucking hated you. Hi, man. You're doing something, right? Exactly. I Did love ever... that, like, sorry, I love that on the high school level that a coach, like, has to make that call that's like, you know what, you're not very good at ball handling, let's <laughs> not have you do that. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, that's just a funny I, I think that's the coach's fault for not developing everyone with, like, point guard skills, you know? Like, fuck he that tried, coach, I mean, whoever that guy tried. is. No, 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 I love my coach, he tried, no, I, like, I worked... Him. I, I worked really like I'm not a very naturally good basketball player like I like I play I put in like lots of like I said I'm not a secret jock I was a very real jock in high school um but I just never got good at it I got okay at shooting um but that's about it that's sick yeah. though man it's the name of the game <laughs> yeah. yeah I mean you could play in the modern NBA all you have to do is shoot <laughs> Free and D, baby. Hell yeah. Hell I just yeah. need to grow. Let's see. I'm 28 now. I'm waiting for that growth spurt to take me up to 6'8. I'm like at 5'11 right now. We could You're right around it. the corner, man. Right <laughs> around that corner. Yeah. I mean, my dream is just to be like at least 6'2. Like, I'm not asking for much. No. Like, maybe just like eight more inches, four more inches, <laughs> 10 more inches. You'll never guess, know my real height. I guess Greg and I are living your dream right now, huh? Yeah. Yeah. What are you doing on this dumbass podcast? You could be playing in the NBA. I'm, well, I'm in the G League right now. So uh, <laughs> That's, it takes a lot Steve of work, dude. <laughs> okay, Tyler, I know the answer for you, but since Ralph and Greg are six footers plus, have y'all ever dunked? Fuck no. Fuck no. No, dude. No, <laughs> man. I did I tried so hard last summer. I like watched these YouTube videos and I was like, I'm gonna fucking learn to dunk. Just before I die, I was like, that's a bucket list thing I want. Cause at my height, you should be able to learn how to, dude, but I can only get like three or four inches off the fucking ground, dude. My did, jump, I'm so I can't jump for shit. <laughs> did y'all ever uh read like Slam magazine? Oh yeah. Uh Yep. Not really, but I know of it. Okay, so they used to have these ads in Slam Magazine for, like, shoes that were, like, kind of, like, reverse shocks, where, like, the shocks was, like, on your, like, the your the knuckles of your feet, whatever those are, the, not the heel, whatever, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. The yeah. Feet. And they were supposed to train you to be able to dunk. I, nev- I never could convince my mom to buy them for me. 
We need to see if we can still buy those and get them for great. Hell yeah. They're yeah, not like uh, mini, just mini buy trampolines or anything. That'd be sick. <laughs> moon shoes, dude. <laughs> just yeah, fucking I'm, bounce it all over fucking court. We, we're adults. We could crowdsource this. Yeah, yeah. we got to get these shoes for them. <laughs> I can't think of any more important GoFundMes floating around the internet right now than getting Greg dunk training shoes. God damn, dude. God damn. I support it. <laughs> Number one treading on GoFundMe, get Greg dunk shoes. Have you dunked, man? Can you can you sneakily dunk over there? I I can say I will claim one dunk ever. Damn, dog, that's very sick. Fake dunk. I was. That's dope. Uh, it was. So do y'all know like how like like college teams do like sort of like meet the team type events where like they do like dunk contests and stuff before and they mm-hmm. scrimmage for like the students and everything like that so we did that in high school and i just was like hyped it was my senior year i was a jv player up until my senior year and i was like stoked to be on varsity uh we're in the layup line i go up for the dunk i'm like just there i finger roll it in and grab the rim on the way down and so i count it most people would tell me i didn't dunk but i don't believe them That's, that counts Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, That's dude. a dunk, man. This sounds, sounds like a very dunk package. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's like the 2K My Player, like guard beginning dunk package. Dude, you got <laughs> it, though. That's tight. Ring Grazer 3. <laughs> yeah, no, like back scratcher showing up or anything. Uh, <laughs> no windmills. I got Ring Grazer 3. Man, yeah, I spent all my VC on Rim Grazer 3, actually. So I'm jealous <laughs> that you just naturally have it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, how, uh, how did you ahead. become a Magic fan? How did that team fall? Like, yeah, you... so I, I was raised pretty much exclusively in Oregon. I moved around a lot, a lot my first two years, but only my only memories are in Oregon. But I was born in Orlando. And my uncle and my mom's dad have lived there my whole life. So um, I think my mom must have just got me like a, because I, I was a Gator fan growing up to Florida Gators. And it's just because my mom got me like little sports sweatshirts. And so I always had the Orlando one. And then like my first conscious memories are Shaq and Penny. And it's like, how do you not love that? And so like I really fell into them then. And then like T-Mac, like when I was in elementary and middle school, and so I just kind of stuck with them forever. Um, but it's just because I was born there, though. I only lived there for like six months. Thanks, man. I was like that. a, I've never met another Magic fan. Are you live in Oregon? No, no. I live in okay. Seattle right now, okay. but I went to college in Orlando. So Okay. Do you go to Seattle. UCF? Yeah, I went to UCF. Yeah. Cool. That's the <laughs> only other school I applied to. Cool, man. <laughs> It was weird. It was so big, man. It's like such a commuter school out there. It's like literally like 60,000 people go to that school yeah. or something. It's fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> cool, yeah, <that's> man. Tiny. <laughs> Magic. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I guess you could say hell yeah. It's the most depressing team I can think of following in basketball. There's more depressing teams in football and baseball, I think. But <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I guess talking about uh, depressing topics, I think we should might as well. Uh, get to it but uh markel fultz out for the rest of the year with the torn acl i think uh i think we need to have a moment of silence there 
<laughs> dude, Cam- camera's I'm off. So sorry. Well, camera's I'm, off. So, I'm so sorry. Well, I fucking laughed, dude. <laughs> and well. um, moment, moment over. Yo, rest in peace to Markel Fultz this season. What a bummer. They were. He was looking good. It looked yeah, like he yeah. was having like uh, the season we expected him to have eventually. You know. Uh, how how are you, Magic fans, feeling? You you need to talk it out. This is a good space for this. Greg, I, let it out, Greg. I got just imagine my shoulders right there for yeah. you. <laughs> uh, it was sad, man. I'm just interested to also hear what you think, man. Like what you think they're gonna do next? Because right now they have they have Anthony, who is not starter material quite yet, in my opinion. But he's confident as fuck, so he could fill that role, and he could have like a crazy good year like that's just a hypothetical i don't know if that would happen but my worry is what they do outside of anthony you know they have that guy jordan bone who fucking played the last game against cleveland yeah dude he did pretty good man like he's someone they brought up from g league but it's like do you fucking ride or die your season with that or do you kind of go and get like an isaiah thomas or like some point guard that's on the market that just holds you over until next season, you know. I, I'm just, I'm just curious to what they're gonna do yeah. for this year. Yeah, I mean, you got Michael Carter Williams too, who's played some point guard in his career, but like I think has this like proven decidedly he is not a good point guard. Yeah, I know they let Evan hang, like bring up the ball a lot, but I, I, I'm not the biggest Evan Fournier supporter in the world. Me too, dog. I, I, I hope they bring in someone. I hope they bring in. I, do you remember um, the first year they made the playoff push before they signed Michael Carter Williams for the playoffs? They had Isaiah Briscoe on the roster. I remember that. He didn't do much though. No, he was a pretty like he like he was a good like. Go look at his like the games that they went on when they went on that run after the All Star break. He mm-hmm. he pushes the pace. He plays good defense. He's not going to give you many points, but he's not going to make a lot of mistakes. He did just sign a G League contract. He's about to play in the G League bubble. So I kind of hope they call him up. Okay. I don't know how I feel about a guy like IT. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I want him. Because like, he's kind of like, he does things similarly to what DJ Augustine did. And I was yeah. pretty happy to see DJ Augustine go get paid by Milwaukee. Yeah, totally, man. Me too. Because um, he's going to shoot a lot and dominate the ball. And I think the thing that's been most refreshing about this year is the ball movement and like yep. I feel like the thing that really breaks my heart about not having Markel is that they were finally letting him have the ball rather than like trusting mm-hmm. Evan Vooch pick and roll yeah um, but I don't know it'll be weird I'm excited to see AG get some more ball handling duties he has impressed me with his little point forward skills every once in a while I, I never was the biggest Vooch supporter until like last year in the bubble when he's like, oh, he's actually, I think he's actually really good. And so going the offense through him again, I think he'll be okay. I still think they're going to be a play-in team at least. I agree, man. It, it is a bummer to kind of see six and two and then like just feel no hope that that's going to continue. Their team is still solid, man. That's the only thing. Like they still have a lot of solid pieces, but I think – yeah, I think just the way that Markel could get that ball moving and kind of create the offense around him and give other players space, I think that's going to be the biggest thing. That, yeah, and I'm, so having I, 
I'm having visions of Cole Anthony guarding Kyrie and yeah, dude, Westbrook, will... and it's just that motherfucker be... can rebound though, dude. He jumps oh, so goddamn high, dude. He fucking flies. <laughs> Crashes the board with reckless abandon, for yeah. better or worse. So I don't know. I think they'll. I think they'll defend pretty well, but like two ace, like you have two players under 25 who are looking like they are going to be really good and they both tore their ACLs within yep. like a four-month span. And that's what it means to be a Magic fan. Y'all. Literally the <laughs> two two brightest spots on the fucking roster are fucking yeah. bullshit. Just out for a calendar year of the both of them. Yeah. Well, at least you still have the, the dunk champ runner-up. Mr. Fifty, Mr. About 50. Mr. Fifty in the Portland Film Festival. <laughs> no, I can't watch that shit. Fuck that. You should. It's crazy. Wait, is it out? He I does like I... a, he does like a spoken word oh spoken word poem in it about dunking. Oh, oh, we yeah, we gotta watch that. That it's sounds actually so fucking good. sick. We're gonna watch. Is it, it actually after, sick or is it like comedically sick? It's like halfway, but it's not like it's not like so bad. It's funny. It's like well done, but it's like. It's like a funny concept that they submitted a film to a Portland film festival. And it's most it's like a it's like a, it's a high quality vlog, essentially. Okay. It's worth the watch. It? It's like 19 minutes long. All right, dude. Yeah, we should fucking watch Mr. 50 we, guys. We should definitely watch that after Uncle Drew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and, and right before Thunderstruck. Hey. With KD, baby. I don't know Thunder. Oh, is that the OKC thing? The, it's the movie like they the, made? It's like like Mike. Yeah. But, uh, it's KD instead of <laughs> Wasn't he just like in there for like five minutes? Like very small role. Like yeah, tiny. he wasn't really a main character. <laughs> that rocks. That, like, Goddamn, man. Yeah, I don't know. The Magic are the sad. How do you guys feel about it right now as outsiders not being Magic fans? How does a Markel Fultz injury like that feel? I mean, for me as a fan, it's just a bummer. Like, I like Fultz. I've said it on this podcast before. I think he got a really bad uh, deal in uh, in Philly, and I thought that this was a really good chance for him to kind of revitalize his young career. So it kind of sucks to see that happen. Uh, But I've got my blazers blinders on all the time like, <laughs> i'm very i'm very i'm very ignorant i only think one thing and no dude i get it man <laughs> uh ralph can you step out of your warrior's brain at all oh yeah ab- absolutely some, um, some love our way? <laughs> yeah i mean yeah it sucks it happened uh, i think cole anthony need to definitely step up take over that role it's a huge pressure um it's a bigger spotlight obviously yeah, that's nice. Um, but I don't know, guys. I feel like it's all downhill from here. Um, just because <laughs> you guys have had the easiest schedule so far. Yeah, totally. Besides the heat, um, you have the Rockets, Mavs, Bucks, Celtics, and Nets <laughs> coming up, dude. Just like, no, I'm with you, man. It's not going like, to be pretty. All on the road, too. Dude, yeah. And. All it needs is like that little Brazzers logo in the fucking because you guys can get fucked. Like I'm, <laughs> you guys don't have faults. I mean, well done, man. I don't know. Um, yeah, just wait for like Vooch to have to go into the COVID protocol on that trip too. Oh God, <laughs> I wouldn't be bad if they fucking tank this year and we got a good draft pick and had faults and Isaac coming back next year. I wouldn't be too mad, you know. Like I would not want to be a tanking team, but. I, it feels 
it feels like we're going to be reloaded next year in a better position, regardless how this shakes out. Man, yeah, eight games not- in. <laughs> Talking like a New York Knicks fan. Fuck it, dude. I'm just devastated. Like, I'm just so scared because I've watched how the last, like, ten drafts have played out for this team. And I'm like, I don't have any faith that they'll get someone who's, like, good, good. That's fair, man. Yeah, dude, fuck it. They'll trade them before they become good. But that's that was Rob Hennig. And the new GM seemed to be a little more patient. R.I.P. Mario Hazonia's career, by the way. (laughs) Oh, man. Whoa, but, uh, he's the LeBron stopper. What do you, I know, what do you mean? Dude. <laughs> I, well, the I good like... thing about this is Cole Anthony will be fast tracked into getting better, like as a basketball player. So, or significantly I mean... worse because he can't. Oh. <laughs> 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 or, or that too, or it could break him down. But I'm being positive here. You know, um, he's gonna get better, and I next know. year it's gonna be, you know number one seed sure number one seed i mean number two seed right now who knows maybe they'll maybe they'll play for markel for the next Ooh. like for the rest of the year they'll play hard for markel and it's going to be blazers orlando final <laughs> <laughs> I have and faith. blazers taking it they're Yo. still going to be a hard team to beat every night uh, i have faith in that shit no they, yeah they, you guys can do it whatever I don't know if they'll be winning most of those games, but you'll have to fight for that shit. <laughs> you may not be winning, but you're definitely going to be playing in those games. That's oh. true, dude. They'll be there. They will be at those they games. They will be there. Yep. <laughs> Looking I good feel... in blue, baby. And sometimes orange. And sometimes orange. <laughs> yeah. Is, is the orange just like a Florida thing because there's a lot of oranges there? Like, what's the significance of them adding that? Uh, citrus. That's citrus. like Orlando is like the citrus groves and shit. I think it's sick, dude. I'm I'm a fan, but sure. I get that's nah. weird as fuck. That's oh. I get it, dude. I get it. The ones last year were a little weird. Like, uh, yeah, that shit behind me. It's like fucking orange yeah. and black. But the new white and orange pinstripe ones, those little are kind of sick to me. They yeah. kind of look like a creamsicle though. Oh. I love creamsicles, dude. They rock, man. I'm back in. I'm back in on the jerseys. Creamsicles are great. Yeah, okay. dude, fuck. See, actually, that was my little uh, Jedi mind trick reverse psychology. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got me. I got to be a magic fan now. Yeah, you're in. You, tri- you tricked me. You get a free creamsicle if you fucking like the magic. <laughs> well, I'm looking for more like a like a Harry Potter world pass. Like, what do I got? What do I got to do as far as like being an Orlando fan to get that? And come on, Greg, PR. That's a Tampa Bay Raptors problem, man. That's not for me. Oh, answer. is that Tampa Bay? I don't really. No, they're in Orlando, but but they're doing so bad that they need all the fucking people to come to their game. So they'll be the ones giving away the fucking tickets. Plus, plus the Magic got the Disney patch, so they're not really messing with Harry Potter World like that. That's true. That's true. Come on, Tyler. Jeez. Sorry, I don't. I don't get it. I don't understand anything. So. Uh, do you think Toronto's doing so bad because Drake's not there yelling at half court? You think that plays into it? Like they did okay in the bubble because he sent them all scented candles, but I don't think he's done anything for them in Tampa. <laughs> sent them scented. Yeah, dude. I, I think the the lack of uh, Drake presence is definitely hurting them. Uh, he is the the sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, and tenth player in that bench. You know, he revitalizes the players every time he speaks or stands up. So. And massaging, you know, Nick Nurse. So, yeah, they need him. (laughs) 
I do think like a team like the Raptors, though, with like a fan base that's super solid like that, uh, with no fans in attendance or yeah, in fucking Tampa Bay, of course, that's going to make them a worse team, man. Like, I don't know. Toronto's a pretty intimidating stadium, it seems like, to go play in. Like, that's got to help them out in some some fucking way. <laughs> but they're Canadians. Canadians are nice, though. So I don't know, man. Canadians. I don't fucking know. Their stadium's called the Jurassic Park, isn't it? Isn't that the outside part of their yeah, stadium? Yeah, it's like the nickname. That's so badass, dude. That is cool as fuck. And Drake made that. Drake did not make that, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Well, I got to shout out uh, a hometown hero, Peyton Pritchard. Kill My it, guy. <laughs> Four years. You're from West Lynn? Yeah, I'm from West Lynn, actually. This is a West, <laughs> this is a West Lynn, Oregon, uh, West Lynn High School podcast. Uh, we just support West Lynn and everybody that comes out of there. Uh, but being being a fan of of the of the Oregon Ducks, it's cool to see like a a young rookie like have such an immediate impact. Like he hit that game winner against uh, I don't know who. He hit a game winner last night. This isn't oh, a professional oh, podcast. Yeah. I, don't I know really. what you're fucking talking about. The Heat. Last night heat. was the well, was the Heat or the Raptors? Yeah. The Heat, and then it was the, the Heat. One, it was twenty the heat. on the Raptors, like two nights before or some shit. Yeah, right. You're something like that. Correct. <laughs> but yeah, dude, look at um, that. You got all the knowledge. I, uh, uh, but it, the game it was, was sick, play, man. man. Sorry, you take it. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was a great play. Um, but he was just there at the right time, I guess. Uh, <laughs> He was mm-hmm. shooting three for ten last night. He was sucking, dude. And, oh, but <laughs> but he he hit the point when it mattered. Exactly. That's what I was gonna say. Like the 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 clutchest moment came from him for sure. So give it up good, to him. Good for him. Good you for know, him. He's a short short point guard. I love seeing short point guards. I'm a short guy. Another I resonate. Six two guy. Another six two. It's you know what they have all the luck. Can he dunk? Oh, probably right. Well, he probably needs those shoes. Like, yeah, he needs. He's got to wear those <laughs> shoes, or else he's not getting up there. Nope. I, that, there's no way Peyton Pritchard can dunk. You don't think so? I, I, I don't think dunk. so. Yeah, dude. Uh, let he, me text him really quick. Give me a yeah, hit, <laughs> hit him up. Dra- drop the line, man. I, I actually don't know. do have a like a, a two de- or one degree separation from his girlfriend. Oh, right. what's uh, what's what's the what's the separation here? My girlfriend knows his girlfriend. Nice. So I can ask her to ask <laughs> nice, her. Nice, dude. Yeah, can, actually, know for sure. Yeah, if you can get uh her on the pod just so we can ask that question, <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. Well, we don't need to talk to him. He, he's a busy man. But, That'd be uh, so fucked up. We have Peyton Pritchard's girlfriend on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> can, can he dunk? Have you ever seen it? <laughs> There's actually a dunk? highlight of him dunking. There and, uh, we go. Oh, okay. I'm not gonna, I, I'm not gonna pull it up. Just I'll eat my words though. He can dunk. Okay. Whatever. Oh, real, I'm gonna do a Tyler with one of these transitions here. So speaking of girlfriends, Austin nice. Rivers ditched his girlfriend to go fucking practice and then lights that game up. Do you think there's well, something to that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, go ahead. I was gonna say, is it like, am I tripping? Isn't he married to a Curry? Yeah, he, I think. No, you're thinking of Damian Lee. Oh, I am no. thinking of Damian Lee. Yep. Damian I feel Lee. Like, 
is married to us is seth Steph. curry married to austin rivers sister is that yeah, that's, it. that's it i knew there was a rivers curry connection so they're all they're all in-laws so it oh. works out but uh i that, that post was sick though because it was like he was like she's mad at me because i want to go hoop with the guys <laughs> after the road trip <laughs> and, then, and then the next post is like I, I went and did it. <laughs> like, and you see, like the New York Knicks logo on the <laughs> fucking floor. And then, and then he balled out the next game. Like, you know what? He's putting in the work. He's trying to be the number one guy in New York. I get it. That's like me and going to like DIY basement shows pre-pandemic. Like, sorry, girl. I know I just work for nine hours, but I gotta go pay five dollars to see this punk rock band play. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Love I it. miss those days, man. Yeah, I never <laughs> thought I'd days. miss like a shitty, sweaty basement. <laughs> I never thought I'd miss like calling like thousands of dollars of gear down like a basement just to pay for like <laughs> 10 minutes, dude. <laughs> yep. I never thought I would miss playing to no one in a public space. <laughs> I never thought I would miss like realizing that I am definitely the oldest person in this room right now. <laughs> oh man, that feeling yeah. is the worst. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when you're in the basement of someone's house you don't know and you're like, whose yeah. house is this even? Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. Uh you you've okay, let's let's keep it on the, the touring subject here or music subject. Mm-hmm. Uh you got a favorite place y'all have ever played? Uh, we'll start with Ralph. I'm going to go in the order of which I see people. Again, dude? This question again? Yep. I'm going to change or, it now. Or, okay, favorite show. Favorite show you've ever okay. played. How about that? Favorite show I've ever played was inside a YMCA. Um, and Greg was in attendance. This was in Seattle. Show was, was fucking awesome, homie. Yeah, dude. Um, it was Rejection Pack, Eco Strike, um, Magnitude, <laughs> and some other band. I'm sorry. I forgot the name of it but dude there was like 200 people there greg was there it was fun everyone was saying the lyrics that was that was it that was that was like yeah i'm a rock star moment you know hell yeah Uh, yeah i gotta do my rock star moment then i played bass in this band dog breath and we gotta go on this weekend tour with andrew jackson jihad and we did like vancouver uh fucking calgary missoula and then seattle and it's four days but every show was like sold out they weren't huge you know but it was cool as fuck it was just like a weekend to feel like a rock star so that was that was it man it was great oh yeah AJJ rocks it was fun Dude, okay so for me i got a couple this spring to mind i'll say like i played uh the first like west coast tour i played on when i was still living in eugene we played Portland and we played this venue we had no business playing called Secret Society, which is like upstairs of the Wonder Ballroom. So it's like in the same like sort of strip. And it's probably like a 250 person cat venue. And somehow like and it was just like local rappers and we got 200 people in there, which was insane. And I, I was, was going to be stoked if like 25 people showed up because it was also like a cover that we don't normally play for too um so that was sick and then i played at this like art space in missoula montana this last summer cool. and uh didn't know anyone there and like 
had the place rock and there was probably like 100 people in there so that was like the the most surprisingly good out of town show i've ever played or i one time one time i played a like a dance bar in petaluma and got booed off stage and that one was sick too (laughs) you got booed off stage kind of so it was like a it was like this place that was like it kind of looked like a dive bar but on Friday, Saturdays, and Sundays, it like does like the same. It's like a like a dance club. And so people came out like expecting to hear like top 40. And it was me and my like underground rap friends like <laughs> doing a show. <laughs> and they were not having it. And then the promoters asked us to DJ afterwards. And because we they paid us up front and I should have said no, but I said yes. And so we just took requests and played <laughs> a whole DJ set off an iPod the whole night very weird yeah, that's man. sick i love that how about you about, uh yeah one of my favorite shows we ever played was at like uh like an unofficial like south by southwest uh showcase and it was called meat spin which nice. was great name uh but like it, it, it was a fun show like not a lot of people watched us but my favorite part of it was that the the drummer or no not the drummer but the dude from plain white tees watched the set and oh, then yeah, he he came up to matt our drummer and was like or no he had a, he had his agent come up to matt our drummer and was like oh we loved your set like that was so sick uh and then like they just buttered him up just to ask if they could borrow his drum set <laughs> <laughs> and, and play in the bar that we were playing outside of and like matt being the nice guy he was like yeah okay <laughs> and they were like yo here's our card if you ever need anything but they just like tried to gas us up because it was probably the nicest drum set they had seen in the last hour damn dude you should hit him up right now and just be like record deal question mark <laughs> or hey bro you want to come on the podcast <laughs> you like basketball hey no uh never mind you can talk about delilah dude <laughs> Have y'all ever had that experience of like being at a show and there's like hella people there and you're like all excited and then like the second you start playing everyone just dips and then you're playing <laughs> to an empty room. Yo, yeah. Dude, that happened in uh it was totally. I think it was like in Oklahoma. Like on our way to that South by show, we we played a show in Oklahoma and somebody booked it for us. And like there's like a good amount of people in this coffee shop, but then it turned out it was just an acoustic show. And we were the we were the only live band or full band, and like we were like we could either not play or just play, and so we just we fucking played, and literally everybody left but this one old dude that was just like hanging out there, and he was like, "This was sick," and he bought a CD, and then immediately left, and then put the CD in his car and drove laps around the parking lot playing the fucking cd <laughs> to show off his sound system and every time he'd come by us when we were sitting outside he would just go he'd just give us like thumbs up we're like yeah that's that's what you just saw dude thanks <laughs> that's sick as fuck dude yeah actually that's my favorite show just because of that guy i, I, I i'm, I'm putting the switch there yeah we've done a lot of shows where there's a lot of people and then they leave immediately <laughs> i like it i feel like i'm doing something right <laughs> i love it man so basketball is cool yeah basketball is cool it's all right it, you know what there's like a similar thing in basketball and music that if you're not playing well enough 
or people just don't like you, they're going to leave the stands. Did you really ever get up out of a game, though, if, like, the fucking bench point guard was fucking stinking up a game? Just be like, he is playing so bad, I am going home right now. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Just single him out, like, no, no. My net has been spoiled. I'm I'm leaving. Did you see that? Did you see that pick? No, no, no. The footwork... (laughs) The stance awful. I can't watch this any longer. Yeah, totally. Amateur hour. <laughs> God damn. Hell yeah. All right. Well, bringing it back, bringing it back to basketball. This is this is a magic podcast for the night. Uh, let's go around. Who's everybody's favorite magic player of all time? Let's start with Greg, the resident Ooh. magic head. Uh, I'm gonna say I got two answers. Shaquille O'Neal, first one, just because he's such a fucking bully and he's i don't know man i always picture him in the magic uniform even though he didn't win there i I just picture him in that more than the lakers thing i don't know um but vooch vooch would be my second one man like he's like the new og motherfucker dude like he's gonna be cemented for a while with the magic man (laughs) i don't give a shit dude i'm a new age magic guy i'm not here to tell you i'm an old school motherfucker Vooch is the guy who's got the most fucking points made ever by the Magic. Like, he was there through all their shitty years, man. I'm going to give it to that guy, man. I'm going to give it to Vooch. I love how you're saying that in the past tense, like the shitty years are behind us. Well, I do <laughs> think so, man. <laughs> I do think that if the front office doesn't fuck things up, they have enough pieces to where they can at least not get back to that spot. You know, like after Dwight Howard left, that was... That was low, dude. So yeah. try to avoid that. <laughs> yeah, and like I'm, people don't really understand. Like I talked to a lot of Blazers fans just because of where I'm at, and they're like, "Oh, the Blazers are so disappointing." Like you motherfuckers are in the playoffs every single year. <laughs> like I was so happy to get housed by the Raptors. Oh two fuck years yeah, ago. dude! That was the shit. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, who's who's your favorite Magic fan of all time, Brian? So for me, the, the, the chalk answer is Tracy McGrady. That was like my favorite player when I was like really getting into basketball. I owned every pair of T-Mac shoes. I still have like 11 T-Mac jerseys. Like I had, I wore like the T-Mac brand or Adidas like little T-Mac logo headbands in middle school basketball. Um, but in terms of like lower key players, um, do y'all know who Pat Garrity is? I've heard that name. Oh, but... Pat? Yeah, I'm not. Fam- I'm not familiar. I don't know who Pat is. Yeah. Pat Garrity is like the proto stretch four. Like he played on like the early 2000s Magic teams. All he could do, like he was six ten, slow white dude from Notre Dame. <laughs> he just stood at the top of the key and bombed threes. And I always had a. He was really good on like NBA Live 2001, yeah. I think. And so I played with, like I played with the Magic all the time. And so I got a soft spot for Pat Garrity too. I like it, man. Yeah, Love it. Pat, Fuck yeah, good, Pat. Good, good picks. Ralph, Pat, who you got? Pat to soup. Um, Penny Hardaway. Uh, um, yeah. yeah, Penny's great. Um, he made Shaq, Horace Grant look good with those no-look passes. He can handle the ball, finish, shoot. Um, he has the ugliest shoes ever. Um, I give him that. Uh, but check this out, guys. I'm about to show you what is up. So the, these are the Air Penny Two. A thousand dollars, like what? Nah, those dude. look like fucking moon boots. Yeah, that's not cool, man. Like the chrome foam posits, I think, go for even more too. 
Yeah, dude. Dude, it, it, it's nuts, but uh, I like him because he made it made magic fun. Um, and that's what I remembered, you know, <clears throat> when I was a kid. So, hell yeah. Well, you tell plus, plus, he had uh, a little penny. Sorry, <laughs> hell yeah. Uh, I don't know. My, my pick's boring. I like Shaq. When I think of the magic, I think of Shaq. Uh, I love him. He's an asshole, but he's fun. Uh, so, Dwight, dude. Yeah, Dwight, the real Superman. Exactly, dude. The Dwight era. That was when I was in college, and that was weird as fuck because I didn't care about basketball in the slightest then, man. But that whole fucking town was so into Dwight Howard. It was crazy, man. Like that was just all people talked about was Dwight Howard for like two fucking years, three years there, man. Like honestly, I think he's kind of a punchline now because of the way he got shipped around the league and like. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He like had the beef with Kobe and then it didn't work out with James Harden, but like peak Dwight is one of the most dominant centers I've ever seen. Like you couldn't score on him. I think he's a three time uh, defensive player of the year. He made all NBA six straight years. Like it's crazy, man. Honestly, Derek Rose should not have an MVP. Like that should have gone to Dwight or probably LeBron. But I, I say it should have gone to Dwight. Yeah, that's a good, okay. um, that's a good take, man. And yeah, man, it's, that team imploding was heartbreaking. Like you said, you weren't a fan then, but the year after they lost to the no, the year they lost to the Lakers, um, they were one of the best teams in the league. And then J- uh, Jameer Nelson tore his labrum, and they had to play Skip to Milu as their starter. For the whole playoffs and <laughs> it's God, again the magic just like whenever there's a ray of hope like yeah. someone gets hurt Orlando tragic. <laughs> Fultz so sorry man yeah <laughs> sorry Fultz we're f- yeah. sorry officially as this podcast we are sorry <laughs> that <laughs> that we, we we spoke so much positivity about the magic and then and then this happened so That's why you always got to bring him down. Got to yep. bring him down, you know, so you're only yep. going up from there, man. <laughs> we we knocked him down. We we usually knock him down a pig, but we built them up and they weren't ready to take that step. So, <laughs> <Shit>. so sorry. <laughs> so, Greg, you started liking the Magic when they were shitty? I started watching it right before that run. So right before they went to the playoffs for the first time. It was before Christmas break. So I remember I played uh, – it was Ralph and Diego and, and my friend Tristan, who's in dog breath. They were the three people who got me into basketball. And I started playing with Tristan, Ralph. I got fucking or Diego got me 2K for PlayStation. And then Ralph, you hit me up one day and we're like, what the fuck? You're playing 2K? And like just through that, I kind of got into it. I had to pick a team. I love Orlando. That's where all my homies were. I was telling them that the other team I almost chose was either the Raptors or the Minnesota Timberwolves. The Raptors, my grandparents all live in Toronto. So I have like my dad's side lives up there. I was born in Minnesota, but I didn't really give a fuck about it, you know? And I, I just didn't want to choose a fucking winning team right off the bat, you know? Yeah, okay, I respect um, that. But I did get really lucky, though, because I remember, like, following them right before Christmas, and it was, like, January or February was when that big run, like, that big playoff push happened. So I just remember being on my lunch break at work and watching most of these games and just kind of realizing that the Magic, like, you know, just watching them sneak into the eighth seed. And like, I think they got seventh that year, but mm-hmm. like watching them sneak in by like one or two games. And it was just like, damn, dude, I got so lucky being able to witness that shit. 
Yeah, you could have picked the Timberwolves. That might that would have been a, actually. I think the Timberwolves might be the one team that's more depressing than the Magic <laughs> in the NBA. Yeah, mm. you should have just nice. picked the logo. Was so cool. Should have just picked right. the Raptors, man. You would have been happy by now. I would have fucking yeah. First year, one would have won the fucking ship because <laughs> that was the year <laughs> the Raptors won. So I'll take the route that I'm glad I didn't choose them. <laughs> cool. And now Fultz is hurt. Are you happy with your, your yeah. decision there? Long game, dude. You know, when they win, it's going to be so much better. That's all. Win the championship. Respect, goes. respect, man. Greg, I do need you to, like, immediately go watch, like, a full game from when Tracy McGrady was on the Magic on YouTube I will, or I will. something. And, like, just know that, like, it, there, was a, there was a time where there was an argument of who was a better player, Kobe or T-Mac. I think I ultimately heard. Kobe won that argument. But T Mac was the second best shooting guard in the league for a good amount of time. That's yeah, I'll have to watch that. What I know pretty much from the nineties era is obviously Shaquille O'Neal and then how good they were in NBA jams. Like that yeah. team was fucking sick. The Orlando Magic and NBA jams. But besides that, man, yeah, highlights. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> there's some there's some full some full games from that era on YouTube. I'll have to check it At out. At least man. for now. I I don't streaming's not a felony yet, is it? Not yet. Okay. Well, I think it's only a felony if you're the one like hosting it. Oh, okay. But if you're watching it, it's probably slap on the wrist still for now. So, oh, I didn't even know this link led up to this. What are you talking about? <laughs> I was trying to watch porn, but I guess not. <laughs> oh, darn. Is it that? <laughs> to, never mind. I'm about to derail this again. <laughs> I, I love derailing it. It's great. <laughs> Let's talk about not the magic because while it's been a wonderful thing and I feel so much joy that I've gotten to like pretty much talk about the magic for the last hour. <laughs> I'm starting to get very depressed because the reality of the situation just hit me. Yeah. So. starting to sink in a little bit. <laughs> All right. We can move on from the magic for now. We'll come back. Uh, okay. So we're eight games into the season. Uh, so far there's been some ups and downs for everybody involved here. Uh, we had some predictions earlier, uh, but we'll start, we'll start with you, Brandon. What are your East and West finals? predictions so far after watching what you've seen and what do you think the championship's going to be okay west i'm saying lakers it's boring lakers clippers um and lakers win that in six i think okay east is more interesting to me especially with the raptors kind of sucking so far and haven't been able to see the celtics with kemba yet but I'm gonna go Bucks, and it's also hard because I have no idea what's going on with Kyrie right now. He's chilling. That's all he's doing. You think? Yeah, I saw something on Twitter that was like, uh, like it was a blue check that said it. That was like Kyrie's reason for being out tonight. I just didn't want to play in quotations. Hmm. So he's just hanging out, man. So I'm also kind of worried he's got like some mental health stuff going on, but that's pure speculation and True. projection too, because I'm just a depressed millennial. So and me and Kyrie are the same age, so I assume he is too. That's fair. Yeah, he has been he has been posting a lot too. So he, you never he needs know. to play like a, a basement. Like he needs to go yeah. touring right now, man. Like, that's what's going on. Yeah, he just wants to play music. 
But I'll say Bucks over Nets, even though I don't trust the Bucks in the playoffs. And then I say Lakers over Bucks in the finals in seven. And that feels so boring to say. But I will say this is like the first time since like the early, it's like maybe even the pre like big three and the heat that like I feel like there's at least seven or eight teams that I would not be surprised if they made the finals. And that's really sick. Yeah, it's super fun just as like a fan, like especially if your team's not going to make it that far. Sorry for everyone that's not the Blazers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going heavy on it. Uh, but yeah, no, I just that's like a fan of the NBA. It's way more fun when like both conferences are super competitive and you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Greg, who you got? What's your what's your updated one? Uh, West Lakers and Clippers. East, 76ers and Nets, I think. Oh, okay. Uh, 76ers are looking really good, man. Um, they I don't played know a really easy schedule, too, though. Do, yeah, I know. And they just lost to the Nets, too. So it's I, without KD and uh, Kyrie. They look like bones. Yeah, but also yeah, and KD Dinwiddie. and Kyrie have lost to, like, Charlotte and shit, dude. They've, they've look, stunk a little bit themselves, too, man. They're um, just chilling. They, oh, yeah, they're just fucking <laughs> uh, Lakers over Nets. That's going to be the finals for me. So you got Nets in the finals? Yeah, Nets in the finals, Lakers. Okay. They're, they're too good. Ralph, what it what what's your take on it? Um, so West, I would I would say Lakers and Nuggets. But here's what, what's gonna happen. Uh LeBron is gonna fall to one win, and the Nuggets will have three, and then he's gonna prove the Nuggets that he can come back again from three one. <laughs> Just because he's LeBron. Um <clears throat> And then the East, 76ers and Nets. That's what you said, right, Greg? Yep. Um, yeah, uh, they, they look fun. Um, 76ers will win. Um, Danny Green, Seth Curry, adding shooters, you know, that just really expands the floor for them. Um, and then, obviously, the Lakers will win um, just because they have experience and Jared Dudley. So, of course, that's a given championship, you know. yeah jd good old jd finals mvp all right tyler let's see what you got without saying portland trailblazers okay bar (laughs) barring portland trailblazers i think probably uh probably lakers trailblazers uh no probably honestly probably Lakers. probably lakers clippers i think it's inevitable i think we'll probably finally get that that this year i think the lakers are going to win uh, but I but I agree. I think the East is a little more interesting this year. Uh, I'm gonna say the Nets versus Boston in the in the Eastern Conference Finals. I don't trust the Bucks in the playoffs either, and I don't think they got that much better mm-hmm. in the off season. Uh, so I, I think they'll they'll probably lose in the semis again, and uh, Giannis will probably demand a trade. Uh, but that being said, I think Boston's going to beat the Nets. I think they're really deep this year, and those young dudes look even better than they did last year. And I think it's going to probably be Lakers-Boston in the finals. I think Boston will win. I think they'll beat the Lakers, probably in seven. That'd be fun, man. Revive the rivalry. It'll be great. It's going to be so much money that the NBA is going to make off off TV ads. It's it's all written, baby. It's all in the stars. <laughs> Reselling the, one, the old merch and shit, too. Yup. <laughs> the one thing I will say, I do feel like the Bucks got playoffs better. Okay. I think there's a big difference between Eric Bledsoe and Drew Holiday. That's fair. Yeah. 
But I also don't trust him. But we'll see. I just I feel don't. Like Giannis I think... is going to be real, real out to prove something. Yeah, I think so too. But I also don't trust like Budenholzer to to finish it. You know, I, I just don't think he's gonna make the adjustments in the playoffs to really, really get them there. And yeah. I mean, if Giannis can develop like a jumper between now and June. Like, like maybe it'll be a different story, but like we saw how he got defended in the playoffs. Like you just build a wall. Like that's so they, crazy. They got they got some shooters. They can still shoot, but I think with the right uh, the right team, like I, I don't know. I just don't see the Bucks making it. I I totally hear you because none of y'all had the. I think I'm the only one who had the Bucks in the finals or even in the Eastern Conference in finals. The, yeah. I, I like Giannis and I'd love to see the Bucks in the finals, like yeah. another small market team, like be super fun. Like it'd be cool to see those dudes get a ring, but I just don't think, I don't think it's going to happen. I think next year could be better for them, man. Cause they have them locked in Giannis for a while. They can just reshuffle shit. If it's not working this year, like everyone else is kind of a fucking pawn on that team a little bit, you know, if it's not working, make it work for Giannis better the next year. <laughs> well, if, if Chris Middleton shoots like he's been shooting this year, then they're going to be a real problem. I think he's like second or third in the league in three-point percentage right now, and he's just hucking them too. Yeah. I think if that continues, because that was a huge, a huge problem last year too, was that they could never get Giannis and Middleton to have a good game in the same playoff game. Yep. Totally. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's kind of he's the X factor for that team, Chris Middleton. Like you know what Giannis is going to do and yeah. what he's capable of, and he'll go out and do that any night he can. But if like Chris Middleton is off and you don't have that second option, like ah, they're probably dead in the dirt. Yeah, he saved them from getting swept by the Heat last year too. What was it? Mm-hmm. Giannis was out that game, and Middleton stepped up, and he was like silent the whole fucking playoff series. Besides that game. And, and what you just said, Tyler, is, exact, is exactly why I think they are better because last year that's true. But I think Drew Holiday is another dude that on any given – he's not like a prolific scorer, but he can still go for 30 on a given night. So I think they do have one more like high-powered scoring option that they've lacked in the past. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I didn't really consider like how often Drew can actually put up a bucket. So that's fair. Uh, okay, they're still not making it to the Eastern Conference Finals. <laughs> I love that you. Did you only not pick the Blazers because we they they put the non-Blazers only? Yeah, uh, real yeah, yeah, yeah. So if it's if it's what actually is going to happen, it's going to be the Heat versus the Blazers. Blazers are going to win both okay. my teams. So Ralph and Greg only. I don't want <laughs> Tyler's opinion on this. What's more likely, the Blazers finish in the top four in the West or they finish in the play-in series? <laughs> oh, God. Um, they won't make it at all. Um, <laughs> Damn, <laughs> dude. This is, no. <laughs> this is nice, Ralph. This is nice, Ralph, post-Christmas. <laughs> yeah, what happened? Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> it was a joke. Uh, they'll, they'll make the, the ninth seed. Uh, playing for sure. <laughs> uh, Damn, that's cold. But, you know, Tyler, you and I talked about it. They looked like they're just, like, sleepwalking through games right now. So, yeah, um, they're chilling, I, They too. probably just they're... won just now, but but I'm just – Oh, yeah, I'm they're, just... they're, pull... they're just pulling the nets. They're hanging. They're chilling. They don't, don't have the them. power like the nets, though. Like, they can't afford to just chill. 
Nurkic is awesome, though, man. He's the big man like in Portland. Yeah, this like, year, though. like doo-doo. Yeah, he, he looks like really? doo-doo this year. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, dude. I, man, I was watching that Bulls game, and that was the one takeaway was, like, the pick and roll what? with him and Lillard. I thought were <laughs> fucking sick, man. He looks man. so bad in, in that That's game. That's so funny, dude. He's like, just like... He just was standing there. And well, like, I guess I was comparing him to Whiteside last year. Like I was just like, <laughs> they upgraded okay. the center position well for Portland. You know, not not their kitchen is just way. like Whiteside right now. <laughs> yeah, he looks like Whiteside right now. Oh, man, yeah, Whiteside. I I just wish yeah, he was as funny. Whiteside's hilarious. So for context, he like uh, his last like season he played most of the season 2018. He was a 16 10. Um, and three, dude. And this year he's a nine, three, and eight, dude. Yeah. Like, I don't know he, what happened to him. He fell off a cliff this year. He just it's looks only like eight un- games, but he looks yeah. uncomfortable out there. And like, even Dame has looked uncomfortable in the last couple games. Like, I don't know. I feel like something's up. Like, something, something's brewing. What do brewing you think, man? Well, okay. So, Tyler, you sent a, a group text. What, were you, what was that text that said? Like, yeah, looks so, like the yeah. You fill me in, fill me in. So I think there's either a big trade happening or they're about to fire Stotts. I think like either they're they're pulling the trigger on the Harden and everybody's bummed about it, or they're getting rid of Terry Stotts and everybody's bummed about it. I feel like something is going on there because they've just looked off since that like second Warriors game, and like they're they're up big on the Wolves and they're gonna win that game. It looks like. But even in this game, like the energy is just weird. Like something's going on. So if you are a Portland Trailblazers insider and you happen to work for the team and you know things, you can come to us and we will leak it and not tell who gave us the source. So we'll leak it for you, but just let us know. Yeah, and no one's going to fucking believe us anyways. We're not well. Yeah. We're not Shams. <laughs> <laughs> Again, weird two degrees separation. The only other NBA person I have a little connection with, my sister's best friend in college was Lamar Hurd, the color commentator for the Blazers. Like she helped him propose to his first wife. Like like I've had dinner with him and stuff. Um, So I can maybe, uh, I can maybe see what he's, what he's got and if he can tell me then i can get bring the exclusive back yeah to you dude all. yeah get him, the, get him on the pod man you <laughs> use your connects for our personal gain dude get him yeah, on the pod <laughs> well see it'd be great if we got secondhand information from you because then it would be like third information from here so we could comfortably leak it and nobody would really believe us and nobody would get in trouble yeah we're about to be the real insiders yup <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna be the uh oh fuck what is it the blind items, but for the NBA, I don't know what. That I don't know. Blind, okay, the blind items is like people who leak celebrity information and put it online. <laughs> so we're gonna be that. We're gonna turn this into that, but for the NBA, like, you need to leak something. You come to Secret Jocks, and we'll say it. No problem. We got you. We'll put our face on it. So you're I, like I'll the put, T- the TMZ of the fucking. Of the NBA. World, yeah. <laughs> yep. I thought TMZ was the TMZ of the basketball. Yeah, actually, <laughs> actually that's, yeah, that's, that's fair. fair. Yeah, we're going to be the official basketball podcast of TMZ. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> uh, shit. I don't. Oh, yeah. Great. What Blazers take? Where, where are you at? Uh, okay. Um, I think they're going to be in play-in tournament dude they're gonna be in the play-in tournament i'm sorry man but i really think they're gonna be like six or seven maybe but i don't think top four i think that play-in tournament's more 
likely than top four. Uh, you you just wait. <laughs> Y'all uh, gonna, I thought you were gonna fucking mute me or some shit. Yeah, <laughs> just, uh, I'm actually gonna leave this conversation. Yeah. Fuck y'all. <laughs> Uh, you're gonna be eating your words when oh, I'm man. when I'm on the parade when I'm got my COVID vaccine and I'm at the <laughs> championship parade. <laughs> it's only NBA championship teams and their fans get the COVID vaccine from now on. So sorry, it's law. <laughs> Tyler, on another text combo thing, how mad would you be if they moved Portland to Seattle? I would never watch basketball again. <laughs> <laughs> I'd I'd move to some lesser sport. Be the most fucked up shit of all time. They just snatched Portland and moved it to Seattle. <laughs> it would be nuts. I can't see it happening. Why would you do that? It would never happen. Be so we'll call it Seattle gonna... Super Blazers. Okay, That'd actually, pretty, okay, that, would that would be, be my, sick. Just saying. That'd be my one thing. If they called the Super Blazers, I'd probably <laughs> follow it. That's fine. That's kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Uh, what do you think, Brandon? Where are they? Where are they falling? Oh. If I had, like, I would pick play in over top four. I just think, like, Lakers, Clippers, then you got to be better than the Nuggets, the Jazz, the Mavs, the Suns. Like, it's going to be tough to finish top four. But I, I also think, because the West every year, there's, like, a two-game difference between, like, three and nine. And I don't think – I think that's going to be the same this year, too. Mm-hmm. So, I don't – I'm not – like, I like the Blazers. They're, like, my – probably my second favorite team in the nba but that's like a huge gap but uh um, i do root for them and i like their players but just realistically it's hard it's hard to see them finishing top four especially like i thought that the moves that they made this summer would uh, like allow them to play a slightly more functional defense like not a good Mm -hmm. one but slightly more functional and i was wrong so far (laughs) (laughs) i think if like if they had like a normal off season and like a normal camp where they could probably workshop things and figure it out, we'd probably see a better Blazers team right away. I don't think, okay, I'm taking off my, my New York Knicks style fan hat off here and being a little more rational, but like, I, I think they're, they'll probably come into their own like after a couple months where they kind of figure out the rotations and, and how they play together and stuff like that. Like, they're a pretty new team. They added a good amount of people that weren't in the rotation last year. And I think they're still working out the kinks. Uh, hat back on 2021 champs. Let's go, baby. <laughs> Love it, dude. The Knicks are actually doing super well this year. So it's crazy. I mean, the Thibodeau effect. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Coach of the year. Well, he plays his best players for like 41 minutes a game. And that's how yeah. they become better. That's how they are out of the league three years, like after their prime. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, Julius Randle is going to get that like most improved player, and then be in the G League the next year. <laughs> the only him. reason Derrick Rose survived Tom Thibodeau is because he tore his ACL and could he sat a few seasons. Wait, you're saying <laughs> he did that on purpose? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just saying that was like the reason he's still being oh. able to be a functional basketball player. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's that's wasn't on purpose, but that that'd be a good ass move. You just <laughs> cut you injure video. yourself. Ow! <laughs> Sorry, uh, everything hurt. <laughs> Take me out. The okay. true Tibbs effect. So we got one more on this, right? We got one more question on our outline here, right? Yup the 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 Mount Rushmore. Uh, 
Ralph, the fucking to... yeah, Mount the, Rushmore the, basketball. The... What we got, Ralph? You want to start us off here? Yeah, um, I'm gonna make this like uh, make everything connect. Um, so okay, first off, Michael Jordan because he popularized the game of basketball when it needed it the most. Um, they almost went bankrupt and we wouldn't be watching basketball if he wasn't around. Also, he made the shoe game so strong that it became a culture itself. So, Michael Jordan. But <clears throat> my second head will be the guy that coached Michael Jordan, Phil Jackson. So, Phil Ooh, Jackson okay. <laughs> coached Steve Kerr, MJ, Pippen, Rodman, Kobe, Shaq, Gasol, like all these guys. Chris Stops. What's that? Oh, he was a GM. Met my yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he brought him. He got him. But yeah, dude, he everyone's emulating the triangle offense. You know, it's very it's it's a strong playbook written by him. He was also an NBA champ twice. So Phil Jackson for my second head. But like I said, he coached Steve Kerr. And Steve Kerr is coaching the guy that changed basketball as we see it now. So the third head will be Steph Curry. Um, Steph Curry obviously expanded the range of basketball. Um, basically gave a green light for all those kids that are will never be like, you know, 6'8", six, 6'10", six, big guys. So everyone's pulling from deep because of him. He's my third head. Speaking of pulling from deep, this guy, the fourth head, he is a lights out shooter from deep. <clears throat> he also helped a lot of NBA teams scout somewhere else, like looking in Europe or another country. Um, and my fourth guy is uh, Dirk Nowitzki. Um, <clears throat> Okay. He just paved the way for international, you know, basketball. Um, I mean, we've had Ku coach, um, a lot of different, you know, Ginobili, all these European stars, but he kind of made it all right to be from somewhere else. Um, but yeah, that's my Mount Rushmore right there. Oh, yeah. Jordan, Phil Jackson, Curry, and Dirk. And he's also humble as fuck. So there Love you go. it, man. I like it. Greg, what what you got for us? Uh, well, I got two of the same ones that Ralph got. I'm going to go – I got pretty much players that progressed the game. Like I said, I kind of watched in the 90s, really got into it like late 2000. Honestly, like the last five, six years of when I really dove into basketball. So my shit's not going to be super old school. Know that. Uh, MJ, first one. Next one, Kobe. Third lebron and then fourth curry so they're all just players who move the game forward they all had their impact they all had people young people who love them and look up to them and then there's gonna be someone new someone after curry is gonna be the next one to kind of carry the torch i think but those are my luca. four luca i like I it brandon brandon what's yours what are you feeling for this okay so i'm gonna go with the time DeAndre Jordan was going to sign with the Rockets but got trapped in the, the house with all the Clippers. And then that day on Twitter was elite. So I'm going with that moment. 
I'm going with Tim Duncan getting ejected while sitting on the bench for laughing at the ref and then dressing like that ref for Halloween the next year. I'm going with J.R. Smith tweeting, you want the pipe to that girl (laughs) that one time. And then for my new school flavor, I'm going to go with Miles Bridges' latest mixtape. Well done. Okay. Well that's gonna, fucking we're, we're gonna that's need a bigger mountain. <laughs> and yeah. you uh, a bigger mountain. I'm surprised you didn't go for the JR throwing the soup at the assistant coach. That's a good one. JR uh, getting on a live stream saying, just so y'all know, before TMZ reports it, some protester broke my truck window and I beat his ass. <laughs> <laughs> did, y'all, did y'all see yeah, that? Yeah, that, that rocked. And then the video of him beating up the guy was nuts <laughs> yeah that was wild. yeah that was fuck you know i'm just gonna go jr smith all four heads on mine <laughs> damn dude jr smith uh, is the most fascinating player in nba history yeah he is very intriguing i love him all right Tyler, uh, who you really got you're not getting away with that shit <laughs> uh, no i went i went with the blazers theme for mine uh i thought it would be more fun for me so <laughs> <laughs> love it, dude. Love it. <laughs> i went with that so you got to put bill walton on there you gotta you gotta put you gotta put uh clyde and then i put dame and then i put rasheed wallace on mine <laughs> you left off the second greatest blazer in the history of the franchise. Yeah, who is it? Brandon Roy. That's true. I put Brandon. Who would have been on there? But I like Rasheed Wallace. I love him. He gave us the both teams played hard. My man. God bless and good night. And that's why he's on there for me. Hell yeah, man. I love Sheed. Yeah, me too, man. Well, I think I think we hit all of our topics. We did it. Another did it. episode. Yeah. Another fucking uh, episode. So before we uh, before we hop off, Brandon, is there anything you want to plug? Uh, you can listen to my rap songs. It's I changed my rap name three times. So if you want to find everything ever I've done, it's on something something brax.bandcamp.com. Uh, you don't need to follow me on social media. Um, yeah, that's it. All right. Sweet, yeah, watch definitely. Watch the magic that up. play, by the way. Actually, that's the last thing I'll say. That's my main plug: is watch the Orlando Magic. No, I'm gonna watch him next year, dude. <laughs> no, watch Cole Anthony. All right, okay, I love it. On board. You're not gonna fail just yet. <laughs> <laughs> Ralph, anything we you want to plug? We can do it, guys. We can do it. Um, I want to plug Greg over here. Um, he gave Tyler and I these oh, months <laughs> right here. <laughs> and this mug kicks ass dude um hell yeah it was a pleasant surprise i opened up my mailbox i was like who the fuck is sending me something i didn't order anything opened it up it was this guy immediately washed it and looked at it <laughs> and now i'm using it um fuck but yeah, i dude. opened it two days ago but yeah dude thank you yeah fuck yeah man don't message uh, on uh, instagram follow him you said it like good <laughs> hell yeah uh, Tyler, Greg, any, got, man? uh i got nothing uh this podcast listen to this podcast I, i'm plugging us uh <laughs> check out check out brandon he's he's a very talented musician uh listen to him he's great 
highly recommend them. So that's my plug. Fuck yeah, man. Well, my plug is going to be for Best Buy, dude, because I got a PS5 this morning. So I we did it. We did it, boys. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> yeah. After four years of looking for a PlayStation 5, you did it. Proud of you, man. Congratulations. Thanks, yeah, you, you did it. Uh, sweet. Well, yeah, hit us up at secretjocks at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Facebook, LinkedIn, uh, Nextdoor. Uh, Hub Grub. I'm right. Pornhub promo secret jocks search it up you'll find something radioshack.com uh, forward slash secret jocks that'd be merch. sick if like our link tree thing just had all those links <laughs> no like real social medias <laughs> just like a Pornhub category and a Radio Shack link and shit <laughs> <laughs> what more do you need uh, those are the only two websites you really need to be looking at so <laughs> I've got a good read. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, sweet. Well, I think that's going to wrap it up. Uh, we got a song from uh, Brax that's going to play us out. So <laughs> listen to that and then bye-bye. Later, guys. Peace, y'all. The Pacers, and we don't need your papers. It's a DIY rap show. I really do believe you bet that cop was an asshole, but we won't pat you down. If you brought a 24 rack, then pass it around. Go and grab some water if you think you're passing out. This basement be like Tuscaloosa, but the only thing oppressive is the heat and the oeuvre. My band name's hard to remember, like Pop Spencer Bonsu. You don't do the work, we don't want you to. The thump racks bring the bottom bone, throwing elbows in the pit, cause we need a lot of room. Bro, give me 50 feet like the dugout floor at Comiskey. Face feel like you're wearing slug 60 Mickeys, but that bar surpasses sleeping with the fishies.